Okay, so today we are talking about hearing the voice of God, um, kind of how you can set yourself up for success in hearing the voice of God, and maybe giving, or not maybe, but definitely giving some examples. I think we all three have some uh, kind of good examples, good testimony of hearing the voice of God and acting on that. So um, I will, I'll go ahead and, uh, and start, I think. We, we talked a little bit about in, um, it was uh, one of the first episodes we did, um, there's a, a scripture that is used out of context a lot, um, and I'm blanking on it right now, but it's, uh, oh, give me a second to pull it up, I've got it here, um, it's about, uh, God giving you the desires of your heart. I've got it in my show notes from a previous episode. It is doo, 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 uh, Psalms 37, four. Um, I'll pull up the actual verse. I think this is one that is applicable to really this entire topic that we're discussing. And I think it is uh, it, it's misused a lot, but it, it can be really powerful if you really think about it in context. So Psalms 37, four, um, I am okay. It's pulling up the NIV. So I'll read NIV. <coughs> it is take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So out of context, a lot of people use that verse to say, um, you know, whatever you want, God's going to give you. It's used a lot with the prosperity gospel. Um, there's some very, uh, famous teachers that use that type of teaching a lot. It's a lot about, about me centered and the focus is on me and what I can get from God. And it kind of turns God into almost a genie in a bottle type thing and really gets away from what the Christian relationship is supposed to be or the Christian religion is supposed to be. And, um, really, I think a better understanding of that verse is, uh, you, you really have to focus on the first part of it. So delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I think a, a better, um, I don't want to say a better reading of that, or a better translation, but I think to really get what it's saying is if you, uh, delight yourself in the Lord, if you are, um, uh, making your, your focus God and what he wants and, and drawing close to him, then he will give you the things that you will desire. You should desire. Um, he will put desires in your heart that match up with, with what he wants, um, uh, or what his will is. So, uh, as an example, and I, I talked about this a little bit, uh, well, before I get into the example, I'll let, uh, either of you have, have anything you want to throw out kind of setting up the topic or about that verse or any other verses <coughs> you guys have, um, while Aubrey's coughing up a lung over there. Sorry. Um, no, I think it's, I think it's so true. Like delight yourself in the Lord. I think that looks like more so, like you said, just drawing near to him, um, and trying to get like closer to him um, and spending as much time as possible with him. And uh, I think that's when you can see the most results, I guess, mm -hmm. in hearing his voice. Yeah. I think uh, personally, that was probably 
the first time that I uh, actually felt like I actually heard the Lord's voice was uh, when I prayed the prayer, Lord, make your desires my desires. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of wild as in like, uh, I had a completely different desire of what I wanted to do with um, my life. Uh, I wanted to go to the medical field and I was super passionate about it. Um, that was definitely the, the desire of my heart. But when I began to pray, Lord, make your desires my desires, that desire, uh, I became so less passionate about that. I had no desire at all to go into the medical field. Um, and I actually had every desire to go into ministry, which made no sense because my whole life, that was the opposite of what I wanted to do. Um, but because I prayed, Lord, make your desires my desires, uh, he did that. And uh, he, he did just that. And now I'm doing ministry and love every part of it because my desires uh, began to align with his. And then he gave he gave me the desires of my heart at that point. Yeah, that's good. So before we go into, um, I do think we all have some good examples as far as just uh, determining God's will and kind of acting on that or moving forward in that. Um, before we do that, kind of... Uh, I think, Aubrey, you made a good point. You know, that was the first time that you really heard the voice of God. And so I think that's something that um, I think it, it might be good if we kind of talk through a little bit before we go into our, our more in-depth examples. So, um, you know, I have a uh, an example in my uh, book. I talk about a little bit. Um, kind of talking about uh, comparison, and I don't have my book here with me, or else I would have done a like randomly pull it up on the screen like I did before. Um, but I have a story in there where I'm talking about um, it's kind of a, a comparison thing. And so when I first started going to church uh, there, where where we were attending together, they had um, uh, Andreas was the worship pastor and I remember specifically um, like I was constantly comparing uh, myself to because uh, I, I was a, a worship pastor at my previous church and so I was constantly comparing myself um, what I had done before to what he was doing and how he was leading and things like that um, and so I remember one time having a prayer kind of specifically about that and it was one of the times I, I remember uh, really the most clearly hearing the voice of God. And it wasn't like an audible voice. It wasn't uh, anything like that where I think people automatically think um, would be what you hear. It was more like I, I heard a, and this is going to sound really weird, but like I heard a voice in my head, but I knew it wasn't me. Um, and so instantly you're like, mm -hmm. okay, well you're hearing voices. No, I don't normally hear voices. Um, but that's, that's, Schizophrenia. Kind of, that's the, uh, that's the, um, I guess best way that I can describe it. And it was just like, I, I had this, uh, it was a, a, a feeling pretty 
distinctly I knew it wasn't a thought of mine and so basically what it was is in the prayer I remember like specifically I was comparing myself I wanted to um, I wanted to be able to lead like Andreas was leading I wanted to be able to be a worship leader like Andreas was a worship leader and a lot of like I said just comparison stuff and I remember clearly hearing it in my head um, I didn't call you to be Andreas and like it just like <laughs> like okay yeah my maybe God. that's true um, and so um, you know it's not like a like big roaring like thunder we that you hear I know there are some instances like that that we see in the Bible um, there's some in, uh, especially in the New Testament, they talk about some people heard uh, a voice, an audible voice, and some people just thought they heard thunder, um, things like that. But then we also see where, um, oh, I'm blanking on which one it was. One of the minor prophets. Um, oh, wow. Um, but it says, what, Aubrey? Elijah and First Kings. Uh, are you talking about when the, the, he came the, and like thunder and then yeah, and fire, and then, yep, but then it was yep, the still small still voice. Small voice, yep. And so, I think it's a lot more common <clears throat> that we kind of have an interaction or we hear God's voice that way than a big, mm -hmm. dramatic, theatrical, audible voice that's clear to everyone that's around. Um, or, or anything like that. I'm not saying that God can't do that, um, but just from, from what I've seen, my experience and what I, what I know of others, I think typically it's, it's a lot more in the, the quiet time, um, when you're seeking mm -hmm. God on your own, when you're praying, um, things like that. Um, do you guys, anything else you want to add before we go on? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that um, where I saw the biggest change and like me being able to um, hear God's voice was when I did like intentionally set aside time for like my quiet time with him. Um, yeah, that's when I was able to discern his voice better and hear it more often. So I think a lot of it just comes from like you know, that verse in, in Psalm, like just what your desire is and are you hungry for the Lord and are you hungry to hear his voice? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think when I think about that, I think of um, how he says that his sheep know his voice, mm. uh, but the sheep were uh, in close proximity with him. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, I feel like the Lord does it in a still small voice is because it requires us mm -hmm. to uh, get in close proximity with him. And that's what he desires most from us. Amen. Um, and, and it requires us to that's turn down other things and not have other things mm -hmm. as loud to where we yeah. can hear him. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I definitely agree that, you know, he wants to be that one thing so bad. Uh, that it is in the still small voice it's because when we make him that one thing uh, in our lives and you know we turn down you know like you said all the other stuff all the other distractions um, that's when we're able to hear it it's because we have that close proximity with him and we're being intentional with that 
right. Well, um, Aubrey, do you want to kind of talk through your situation first since you've kind of already talked on it the, the first time that you, I think you said the first time that you can recall really hearing uh, the voice of God. Um, you were talking about kind of your uh, original desire to be in the, the medical field and then um, that your desire had changed and, and that's when you, you said you first really remember hearing it. Do you want to uh, elaborate maybe a little bit on, on that, what it yeah. was like for you, um, what, uh, uh, and you can go into like kind of what it's led to since then for you, uh, things you've gotten into, steps you've taken, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you just mean like how I kind of heard it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we, how that we, looked to me? Okay. Yeah. We, we've kind of already set up the idea of, um, you know, steps that you should take as far as like, uh, making sure you're quieting other things that you're, you're in proximate, close proximity to God, that you're yes. um, actively pursuing him, um, things like that. We've kind of already set the stage for that. Uh, so I think it would maybe be a, a good next step to go into some of our, our personal examples. And then, uh, we can kind of branch off yeah. from there a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like I was saying, the first time I really heard the Lord's voice, uh, it was kind of in the same manner as what you were saying of like, it was like a voice in my head, um, which, you know, like there's times where like, yeah, I don't know if that's the voice of the Lord. Um, but like when you know, you know, (laughs) like, uh, I knew that I knew that it was the Lord speaking to me in that moment. Um, and that was the first time I can ever recall being like, okay, this is the Lord speaking to me. And I had no idea what that looked like um, because that was never really spelled out for me. Um, and on, and it was my fault too for never really seeking it out. Um, and I, it was the first time the Lord spoke to me because it was the first time I was actually being intentional with my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, growing up, like I'd read my two chapters a day and call it good, um, if that. Uh, but at this time, like, you know, like I was actually like spending time in his presence, worshiping him, you know, digging into the word. Uh, and that is when like, uh, he actually, or not that he spoke to me, he's always speaking, but that was when I actually heard, um, is because I took the time out, uh, to seek after that. Um, and so in that moment, uh, when the Lord was changing my desires, uh, uh, I had, I had prayed that the day before, um, and then that day, uh, I was, uh, actually at my church, uh, in worship with a couple friends, and, uh, you know, I asked the Lord, I was like, you know, like, I, I'm so confused about what I want to do with my life, like, I was never actually confused before, like, why is everything changing, and I heard the Lord, uh, so clearly say, it's because I'm making my desires your desires, uh, and it was then that I knew, like, it was to go into ministry. Um, he never necessarily explicitly said that, but I just knew that's what he meant by that. Um, because it was something I never wanted to do, but now had the desire to. Um, and then it was also that I was to go to uh, ministry school, uh, which is uh, Jesus School in Orlando, Florida. Um, so I went there, and there, like, I began to uh, experience the Lord like never before. Uh, And it was in that, because I began to be so intentional with my time there, I began to learn what the secret place that, you know, that private time with him 
really uh, looked like for me and um, was doing that every day so intentionally and just being with him. Uh, I heard the voice of the Lord uh, so clearly uh, and often. <laughs> and I didn't realize that, you know, it could look like that. Um, but it was because I, I didn't realize it because I never took the time out, you know, to really sit and listen. And, uh, you know, since then, like, the Lord spoke uh, to bring me back to Quincy, for instance. He spoke, um, firstly, you know, in uh, the, that voice in my head. And uh, honestly, that desire did not align with mine at the time. And uh, so it took a little bit more prayer for that. And, you know, I, I asked the Lord for confirmation. And, you know, when you ask, you, he's, he'll give you that confirmation. And so then he spoke to me in dreams. He spoke to me in visions. He spoke to me through people. Uh, and he confirmed it over and over and over again. And those are just other ways like the, the Lord has spoken that, um, has spoken to me. Uh, whether that be, you know, in that voice in my head or like I was saying, dreams, visions, or uh, prophetic words, uh, they all align with that. And it, it all started with me taking that time out to spend with him. Um, but that's just kind of what that has looked like for me since then. That's good. Um, Jess, you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, I can go. Okay. So I'd say like in, um, the, at the beginning of the, well, at the end of, um, what year are we in? 2023? <laughs> at the end of 2022, um, at, back home, um, I go to a small group and at this church and they were, it was like the last one before the new year. And they had kind of asked us like what, what goals we had, um, like what we want to improve on in our relationship with the Lord for like coming into the new year. And, uh, yeah, just what we wanted to focus on. And I said that I wanted to be more intentional with the Lord um, in terms of like spending time with him and, um, just like wanting him and I to be like best friends, you know, like truly like best friends. Um, and so up until like, I don't know, February, I had not done that. <laughs> like I made that my goal and I wasn't doing it. Um, I guess I, I didn't really know what it looked like, like, to be intentional with him. Um, there was one time where, like, I went on a walk with him. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but, <laughs> um, and um, I was just talking to him, and then something, like, profound happened afterwards, but, so I was like, I know that there's a connection between, like, having intentional time with him and, like, um, just i don't know what the word is but like just like the results i guess if that makes sense yeah. but um so yeah up until like i think like a month or two had passed and i had not been spending that intentional time with him like aubrey said i was just reading like my two chapters a day <laughs> or whatever it was and i remember being in leviticus and i think it's leviticus like four three, four, five, and six, or four, five, and six, and it's just talking about, like, sin offerings and guilt offerings and all that stuff, and at the end of every one, it said, um, 
that the high priest, which we know our high priest is Jesus Christ, would um, sacrifice the animal on our behalf, um, making us right before the Lord and forgiving us of our sins. And I just remember like reading that like one after the other, like underlining it, like boom, boom, boom. And I just like broke down like, crying. I was just like so emotional. Um, and I was like, wow, like, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I'm just super thankful. And I was like, Lord, like what's going on right now? And I just heard him say, again, like not the audible voice of God, but um, like that thought in your head, like you were talking about. Um, he said, what's the first commandment? I said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, um, soul, and is that what it is? Soul and strength? Your heart, mind, soul, strength. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, okay, Lord, like, I love you. Um, and he, I was like, but like, what does that have to do with anything? And he said, you just need to love me. He said, just love me. And that like in that moment i had a big like realization that up until that point i had been caught up in like doing things like which you know works aren't aren't bad you know like faith without works is dead but i had been so caught up in just like oh sharing the gospel and like doing this bible study and doing all that and i had been neglecting like him like neglecting my time with him and so I was like, wow, like, I know he's, I know what he's talking about. He's talking about how I haven't been spending intentional time with him. Um, he had been convicting me of that. So, um, finally, like from that moment, I just like would lock myself in my room every morning and just like, just spend time with him, like just being in his presence and, um, the Lord, the Lord had just told me that I needed to love him. And obviously I'd been neglecting that, which like, to me, I was like, well, how am I not loving you if I'm doing all these things? You know, I feel like love is action and I'm doing all these things. So that must, that must prove that I do love you, but I guess I wasn't. And I really like looking back now, I'm like, yeah, I, I wasn't loving him how I should have. Um, right. and so, yeah, like I said, I was just, I would lock myself in my room for, I don't even know. I mean, I'm in my senior year of college, so there's not much to do. <laughs> so I have basically a lot of time. Um, so yeah, I would just lock myself in there and I didn't really know what it looked like, but I don't know how I knew, but I was just like, I was just going for it. I was just, yeah, I would just like be in his presence, talk to him, like, allow him to speak, worship him, um, you know, adoration, stuff like that. I don't know how I knew that, but, yeah. um, and then what followed after I started being intentional, intentional with him was like, just insane things started to happen. I started to hear him more. Like I started to be able to discern his voice more. Um, and then it led to like a crazy encounter with the Lord like that I have never experienced before. And I think it was like a result of like that intentional time that I had been spending with him. Um, just the, the, th the hunger that I had, he definitely responded to the hunger, um, 
and yeah, it just, it led to a crazy encounter that changed me like forever. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that video. We release new content every week, twice a week, once on Tuesday and once on Thursday. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you always see the newest content we have coming out. If you want to, you can check out a playlist that's down here and it'll take you into another video of ours that we think you're probably gonna enjoy. Thanks, God bless.